Have you ever been to a virtual trade show? And if you have, do you think they can ever replace the real life ones? That's what I'm going to be covering on today's episode of the Make It British podcast. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice and tips on making in the UK. So let's get on with today's show. Welcome to episode 133 of the Make It British podcast. So it's a big week for many households this week as the kids are going back to school. Some have already gone back, of course, if you're in Scotland. But now that the kids are starting to go back, it's obviously going to mean a lot more people are going to be going back to the place that they call work, which is going to be a bit strange. But also a lot of people are going to still be working from home. I heard on the radio the other day that apparently 50% of people are going to be continuing to work from home for the foreseeable future. I mean, this year has certainly changed the way the whole world works and how we do business. And certainly if you're in the business of developing and sourcing products, like I know many people are that listen to this podcast, how does that look for you? Because I can't see people going to be going on big long haul buying trips like they used to, and they're just not going to be happening in the same way. It's far too risky to start sending a whole team overseas somewhere. They might end up quarantined for a couple of weeks when they get back. They might get ill. Worse still, they might actually get stuck out there and unable to get back. So then what does that mean for trade shows, which are, of course, one of the big ways in which people select product ranges, and I'm talking about business-to-business trade shows here. And certainly at our trade show, it's where they come to find manufacturers. And it's where people go to source new brands and, and find new suppliers. So on today's episode, I want to talk about the future of trade shows and what I see the benefits being of having virtual trade shows as well. So if you are slightly reticent about what a virtual trade show could mean for your business, please bear with me and listen because I do think there are many benefits to be had to go into a virtual show. Now it's the start of September and that is usually the start of the trade show seasons. I think September and October have more shows than any other month in the year. So it's going to be a bit weird. There's been a six month hiatus on all shows and events. And will people start going to events again? I'd love to hear whether you'll be start starting to go to real life events or not. Because I do think, you know, much like shopping and retail, I don't think we'll ever go back to events being exactly the same as they were before, at least not for quite a long while yet, at least. So, you know, COVID has caused a massive shift in the way people work and the way people interact with each other. And there has been a massive shift towards doing everything online. All sorts of meetings and events are now taking place online from board meetings right through to people's gym and exercise classes. And people are now getting much more used to doing things online than they were before. And there's been a lot more shopping online as well now, 
Now, I saw a report from the Office for National Statistics which said that since the pandemic started, shop online shopping sales are 50% higher than they were before. So that's in just six months, they've shot up by more than 50%. It's probably not that surprising. But I do think that if trade shows follow that same trend, then the majority of shows that traditionally happened before will now be having some sort of online version over the coming months and years, whether that's in addition to the real life show that they put on or whether it completely replaces it at all. From our point of view, our own Make It British Live event, that was due to take place in March 2020 at the Business Design Centre in London, as many of you know, and many of you were prepared to come prepared to come along to. But that was just as COVID really hit the UK. And at that point, we had to make a really tough decision about postponing it, especially as it was only a few days away at the point where we made that decision, because it was March the 17th. And I think the UK went into lockdown, certainly England went into lockdown on the 22nd, was it, of March? So, I mean, all the preparations from our side had already been done. All of our exhibitors were all ready to go and come to the event, not to mention all the thousands of visitors who had booked hotels and trains who had to cancel them all. And after that, we kind of hung in limbo for a bit, waiting to see how COVID panned out, hoping that maybe we would be able to hold the show this autumn in 2020. But Holding any sort of real life show in 2020, I think, is far too risky. There's local lockdowns happening. Less people are prepared to travel. So we've pushed our own real life event back to March 2021. So still at the Business Design Centre on the 9th and 10th of March in 2021. However, connecting people in the industry is still so important. And March 2021 seems like such a long way off when there are manufacturers in the UK that really need work. And especially right now when so many businesses that previously sourced from overseas are now looking at actually bringing their production closer to home. So we wanted to find a way to bring everyone together. And we're doing that by holding Make It British Live online, which is a virtual event taking place on the 25th no, taking place on the 24th and 25th of September in 2021, which we're really excited about. So we've spent the last few months looking at all the different types of virtual events, the different platforms that people are using, how visitors and inter exhibitors are interacting with each other, because we want to ensure that we're doing something as close to our real life event as possible. And just like the real life event, the virtual event will have all the features that our visitors have come to know and love at our real Make It British Live show. So I'm going to have some more details of that in a minute. But you're probably thinking, what is a virtual trade show and how can it ever replace the real life version? Now, just to be clear, in this context, I'm talking about business to business trade shows. The sort of shows where buyers go to source the next season's products, meet new suppliers and not consumer shows where members of the public attend. Trade shows have long been a cost-effective way for businesses to see lots of customers in one place, as well as to meet new ones. And in that way, you can cover a lot of ground in just a day or two. If you visit a business-to-business -business show, you can see so many different exhibitors 
over two days or three days or however long the event is versus going to lots of separate meetings and on lots of separate buying trips. And also most trade shows, they have conferences and seminars and workshops as part of the event to help the attendees and the press to stay on top of what's going on in the industry. So they are really important and there is always going to be a place for them. But over the last few years, we have seen events changing and evolving quite a lot anyway. There's been more of a focus on technology events, um, sort of thing that can help exhibitors and attendees interact more, like event apps that have been replacing the traditional show guide. So we are starting to see more technology being in, integrated into trade shows anyway. And I think the virtual event is just speeding that whole process up. In an article on the Business of Fashion website, they did a survey just last year in 2019, and they found that 55% of brands and retailers that they surveyed thought the trade shows were actually no longer relevant. So maybe now is the time for a trade show shakeup. And maybe what's happened is COVID has just forced that change upon everyone to some extent. So interesting times. And certainly as an event organiser, and a previous buyer, I can definitely see the advantage of both, of both the real life show and the virtual trade show. And certainly for shows that involve products that people want to touch and feel, a bit like shopping, it's never going to disappear altogether. But I do think there will be a more of a merging of the two different platforms. And that's definitely where the virtual trade show comes in. I remember when everyone said no one would shop for clothes and footwear online because you need to try it on, you need to see it, you need to see the colour, you need to touch it, you need to feel it. But now, online sales of footwear and clothing make up 31% of all sales of footwear and clothing. So why would trade shows not actually follow suit? And I think in many ways, tra virtual trade shows could actually end up being better. So I'm going to cover some of my reasons today why I think that may be the case. Now, for a start, you can cover so much more ground at a virtual trade show in less time when you don't need to actually leave your desk. In the past, when I was a buyer, I did trade shows like Premier Vision in Paris. It's a fabric show in Paris, if you don't know it. And Linea Pelle, which is a leather show in Italy that are so huge, both of them. They take you three days to get round. You still don't see anything. You still don't see everything, sorry. Your feet are absolutely, you're absolutely knackered. Your feet are aching. Um, digital is so much less tiring and I think more productive. You can see so much more. I mean, why take three days out of the office when you can see the same amount of suppliers in just a day or two? online from the comfort of your own home. Not to mention the savings that can be made by not leaving your office or factory or home. Real life shows can be really costly to attend, not just for the exhibitors, but also for the attendees. You've got the train travel or the air travel even, hotel bills, eating out, after show drinks, they all ramp up the expenses. And whilst it's a great way of networking to attend those after show parties, it can also make a massive dent in a company profits. And I think all businesses are going to want to start reining in their spending, tightening their belts over the next few months. And travel budgets are always the first things to be cut in those instances. So from that, is that perspective, 
it's going to be much easier for people to attend virtual shows than it is to try and get to real life shows at the moment, which is one way, one reason why I think virtual shows are going to be the what we're going to see over the next few months at the very least. One of the other advantages of a virtual show is that it's much easier to exchange virtual business cards than it is to exchange real life ones. And it saves on the paper. So good for the environment. Win-win. Virtual booths usually, so how it usually works at a virtual trade show and certainly how it will work at our Make It British Live online event is that exhibitors have an, a way that they can easily collect visitor data of visitors that have attended their virtual booth. So they end up with a list of all the leads with the, the contact details and the emails of people that have come to their virtual booth that they can follow up with after the show. So for instance, if a visitor books a meeting with an exhibitor at our virtual show, the attendee's contact details are sent straight to the exhibitor. Now, if you compare that to a real life show where someone might walk into your booth, they have a bit of a chat with you on your stand, and if they don't have a business card to leave and you don't manage to write down their email address correctly or don't manage to write it down at all, or you haven't got one of those um, scanning thingies that you use to scan the barcode on their badge or they're not wearing their badge, so they don't know who they are, then you don't know who you've spoken to and you are then relying on that attendee to contact you after the show. And I have lost count of the amount of times that we have been called by a previous attendee of one of our shows who says, oh, I've been to your event and I've lost the business cards for the exhibitor that I met and I now really need them because it was six months ago, but actually now I really need a knitwear manufacturer and I can't find their card. But I do remember it was a bloke in a green hat and he was somewhere in the corner. Can you remember who it is? And that, that's just, that happens a lot. And that is a lost opportunity for both that attendee, but also in particular for that exhibitor who who potentially lost the business from that because they didn't capture that visitor's details and follow up with them after the show. So virtual trade shows make it much easier because you're exchanging that digital business card. Another great thing about virtual trade shows is that many of them offer interesting ways that you can take some of the chance out of networking and connecting with other attendees at the show. So making new connections at a traditional show, it, it really is much like dating. So you attend the show and it's a bit, it's kind of akin, isn't it, to walking into a bar and you're hoping that you might get chatting to the right person who's your potential future spouse. Now you can take some of the chance out of it by picking the right type of bar where you think your potential type of mate might hang out, but you've got to a chat to a lot of people in that bar in order for sparks to fly with the right sort of person. Now, if you compare that to online dating where a computer algorithm will help match you with the right sort of person that you're more likely to get along with, or where you can speed swipe through potential mates until you see someone that catches your eye, technology can really help speed up the process of finding new customers at a virtual trade show. Just like Online dating can speed up the process of finding your perfect online, perfect romantic match. So, um, you know, some people might say that that totally takes the serendipity out of who you might bump into at a trade show and that that is a bad thing. 
But the, with the system we're using for Make It British Live Online, there is a lucky dip aspect to the matchmaking section of the show that sees you being matched with a random, um, a, another random visitor in a kind of speed networking style. So you can talk to them for up to five minutes. You then see if there are things you have in common or maybe a way that you can work together in the future. And then you get reshuffled and matched with another attendee. So much like a real life event, if actually if that doesn't appeal to you and you don't like the sound of speed, online speed networking or speed dating with anyone at a virtual event, you don't have to speak to anyone at all if you don't want to. That area of the show is totally voluntary, but it can be a great way to make new industry connections and to swap those all important virtual business cards as well. Now, when it comes to the trade show part of a virtual event, there are several benefits to a virtual expo versus a real expo, both for the exhibitor and a visitor. Now, for, for the visitors, it's much easier to find the exhibitors you want to see because you're not trying to navigate some weirdly numbered aisles at a massive trade show, hold a bag full of brochures at the same time, negotiate the event guide floor plan, which is always really confusing, isn't it? It's never up to date. There's always been some last minute changes because exhibitors have swapped stands or come in at the last minute. But at a virtual event, you browse through the list of exhibitors much in the same way you might look for them in a, in a directory. You pop into their virtual booth to find out more about their business, what their business does, maybe watch a video about their company. You can engage in a chat conversation with them. Um, and you can also book meetings with representatives to have a face-to-face -face video conversation with them to find out more about the sort of things they do, the services they offer, whether they can be useful to you. Now, I think the expo area of the show is the one thing that people are confused about how it's going to work. I know there are some trade show platforms that do a kind of 3D simulation, almost trying to look exactly like a trade show stand. Now, I don't think spending all that time on developing something visually that looks kind of has, you know, stuck on people that have been drawn by some artist and you're supposed to feel like you're actually at a show. That's not what people want from a virtual show. I think what they actually want to do is just make those connections, meet the right businesses and then book a one to one video call with them and have that conversation with them just like they would do in real life. And from an exhibitor's perspective, just like at a real trade show, it's a great way of seeing lots of companies all in one place at the same time. There's less work involved for them because they haven't got to set up a virtual booth quite in the same way as setting up a real life booth. There's none of that lugging all that product there, hanging it all up, displaying it all, two days, taking it all down again, which is always like the most soul destroying part of the show is having to take your booth down because you've got video meetings where you can show show people what your products are just the same way as you would do a Zoom call with someone. And in that respect, you can pre-qualify a lot of visitors to find those visitors at the show who are the ones that you're going to actually want to follow up with and then to make real-life appointments with those visitors that are more intimate, more targeted, smaller meetings that you can then have at your showroom or factory. So it's definitely easier, I think, for exhibitors to calculate a return on their investment at trade shows, which is one of the things you hear 
more often than not about events from an exhibitor's perspective is, did we get a return on that? Well, we don't really know because we don't always know all the leads that we got following a show. Did they come from the show? Would they have happened anyway? Or do they follow up with you after the show, but they came from the event, but you weren't even aware of that because they called you out of the blue. You didn't know that you they got your details from the event guide. So you couldn't attribute it directly to the money you spent on attending that show. Whereas with a virtual event, an exhibitor will get a digital list of all the leads to follow up with. And rather than that traditional spray and pray formula of handing out brochures and business cards, you've actually got, you can count the number of leads you've got from that virtual show. I also think you're likely to get a much better attendance at a virtual show than you do at a real life one. Now, the average attendance rate, and this may surprise surprise a lot of you. So the attendance rate versus registrations for a trade show, you're lucky if you get 30%. I mean, at Make It British Live, we've been pretty lucky because we've had up to 50% at our shows, but it can depend on all sorts of things like the weather, if it's raining, people don't want to come out. Something else is happening at the same, same time, people don't come. And so the attendance versus registrations for real life events is actually really low. And one of the main reasons that attendees do give for being unable to attend is that something came up at the last minute. And generally, the more senior the attendee, the more likely that that is to happen. Now, compare that to a virtual show where attendees can dip in and out. If that urgent meeting comes up, they can go to it, they can come back again. And many virtual event platforms also allow access for a period of time after the event has closed. So if you've missed those two days, you can catch up with the event, still make connections with the exhibitors. Our own Make It British Live Online event will give attendees up to 30 days after the show to access both the talks and the exhibitor expo area. So if you have a ticket, but you can't make the live event for over two days, and I'm sure at some point in two days, you'll get a break on the other things that might have cropped up to be able to pop in. But if you can't do that, then you can actually catch up on what you've missed. And also, I think that for virtual events, it makes it much easier for international visitors, particularly at the moment, to visit virtual shows because they're probably very reticent to travel and there's always that extra cost for traveling if you're an international visitor which makes visiting trade shows expensive at the best of times but I'm sure no business at the moment wants to send a buying team to a trade show overseas but they can visit it if it's virtual so I think we're hoping that attendance at a virtual show should be even better than it is at the real show let's watch this space and see now in conclusion I don't think that virtual trade shows will ever replace real life ones completely. So don't get me wrong. There's a lot of positive things about virtual trade shows, but are they going to replace the real life ones completely? No, people still want face to face interaction. And that is still really important, especially when it comes to product shows where visitors want to see the colours and feel the materials but then also everyone said that about online shopping, didn't they? And look where we are now with online shopping. Certainly for us at Make It British, we see the opportunity for both types of show to work. Our show is about people networking and making connections within the UK manufacturing industry. 
and being inspired and educated by listening to the talks. The talks are still going to play a key role at our virtual event. And if you've ever attended a webinar in some sort of format, then the virtual show, the talks at the virtual show are going to be pretty similar. Except the good thing is, rather than having to log in and out for every talk or webinar that you might go to, once you log into the event platform, you can sit as what sit and watch as many of the talks as you want to, or you can dip in and out, but they're all taking place in the one place, on the one platform, and also it's the same place where the expo area is. So you can listen to some talks, go out and to the expo area, have meetings with the exhibitors, or you can meet people in that speed networking area that I talked about. And we've also got workshops taking place too, which will be smaller and more intimate and give you the opportunity to learn about whole loads of new things in areas that are specifically interesting to you. So if I've convinced you about virtual events and you'd want to come along and find out how it's going to work at Make It British Live online, we'd love to see you. It's going to happen on the 24th, Thursday the 24th from 10am until Friday 25th of September at 4pm and the talks and the expo will also be available for 30 days after the show as well. So if you but if you really want to gain the full benefit and interact with the other attendees whilst they're there because the actual interaction and live chat part which is what a lot of the show is about and the networking will only happen for the two days. A bit like when you go to a webinar, if you attend live, you can chat with other attendees usually. And if you get sent the replay, you don't get the chat. Come along for the two days and you get the chat. So I really highly recommend you take put some time in your diary or block it out. Come along during the live two days. After all, you haven't got to travel to get there. So if you want to find out more, go to mib.live forward slash online 2020. That's 2020. So mib.live forward slash online 2020. And you can register for a ticket and find out more about the event. Thank you very much for listening. And I hope to see you on the 23rd of September at Make It British Live online. And I'd love to hear as well, what do you think about virtual shows? Have you been to any yet? What's been good? What's been bad? And do you think that will ever replace you going to real life trade shows? You can email me at kate at makeitbritish.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. So make sure you subscribe in your favourite podcast app. And if you're looking to find British-made brands or UK manufacturers, check out the directory on the Make It British website at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash directory. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.